Welcome to Garden Society. We are a sisterhood of women exploring holistic ways to rejuvenate from the rigors of daily life. We are wives and moms. We are sisters and girlfriends. We are bill payers, breadwinners, caretakers, multitaskers, and peacemakers. We invite you to explore the possibility of elevating your everyday with our favorite plant. Grant yourself permission to chill out, smoke a joint, and get inspired to find your joy with us on Season 1 of Garden Society, the podcast. This gathering of the Garden Society is now in session. I'm Erin Gore, a life-loving founder and CEO. I'm Carly Warner, co-founder. I'm a mom and wife extraordinaire. I'm a sister, a mommy, and a happy wife. I'm an admitted terrible joint roller. I'm a little better. Thanks for joining us on the first season of Garden Society, the podcast. Can you believe we're here, Carly? I cannot. It's been a long time coming, almost three years of building a business together. I know. I'm very blessed to have Carly as a co-founder, and we're excited to embark on this journey and keep growing the company. Every day, I'm so in awe of where we started and where we've come and even where we're heading to that it's um, great to share it with someone and to to kind of teach what we've learned and talk about what we really struggle with in real time to all of you. Definitely. I think a big catalyst to starting this podcast was helping share the message that we've learned so many women are looking for um, out in the world today as we're out talking about garden society, educating about cannabis, and understanding that there are a lot of women out there with really great big ideas who either want to be entrepreneurs or are entrepreneurs um, as peers in the process with us, and then learning from all the women out there who are further ahead in this journey and really you know, making their way. Our purpose here in starting the show was really to share our journey. It's what was that spark that caused us to leave our corporate careers? Did you ever think you'd be an entrepreneur, Carly? I didn't think I would be an entrepreneur. It was never really like a big vision that I had. I was really happy. in my, I was actually really happy in my corporate career. I worked for a really great company. I had a really great boss. I was doing really fun things. That said, I knew that the corporate lifestyle wasn't for me because I was I felt like I worked really hard and it wasn't always valued. And that's where I think there's a lot to bring to the table as an entrepreneur and in starting your own business. Even if even if you're not the one with the big idea, if you feel that you can bring value and efficiency and effectiveness to the table and then feel that for all of that, you're getting the appreciation and kind of like seeing the results that you're creating – that is so much more inspiring than sitting at a desk working in the corporate environment every day. Especially trying to build a family and a lifestyle that we want. I mean, one of our pillars at Garden Society is creating a life of joy and a life of balance and a life that we aspire to live. And it's really fucking hard to do that. It is. I mean, you know, every day Aaron and I say, okay, why are we doing this? We're doing this so that we can have a balanced life. We want to find our joy. What does that mean? <laughs> and some days we make it happen and other days we're like, okay, that was trudging through mud all day. How do we get on to the next one? But I think in in embarking on this journey of sharing the story through a podcast, we are 
kind of sharing with other women who have kind of, you know, either similar backgrounds to ours or or have a big idea themselves and trying to help them understand like this is possible. This is within your grasp. And throughout the season, what we're going to share with you is the journey that we've taken and then bring in people who are also on the journey. So moms, other entrepreneurs, investors, cannabis experts, wellness coaches, so that you can understand kind of how we got from where we were in the middle of 2016 to where we are today, the beginning of 2019. And how we use cannabis to help us through that process. Why we're doing a cannabis business is because we're so passionate about this plant and how this is meant for everyone in every way and how building your life is within your grasp and power and they're all interconnected, in my opinion anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think what we hope you, our listeners, can take from this is inspiration, tactical application for business, and then more than anything is just finding your joy, finding your happiness, and giving yourself permission to do all of those things. I love it. You know, when I grew up in Wisconsin, I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. And I definitely never thought I would be a cannabis entrepreneur at that, um, especially focused on on women and women's quality of life. I always wanted to be a mom and a wife. So I guess I've checked those boxes. But it just shows that you don't have to know exactly what is out in front of you, but how you take advantage of opportunities and really strive for that. Well, and you wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, I guess how many 18-year-olds do you know that want to be doctors? And then I realized how much school, and then I was in school and realized how hard it was, and I really liked the bar on Friday nights. <laughs> so I decided my freshman year that I was no longer going to be a doctor, and instead I ended up a chemical engineer. I was like one of three women, I think, in the program. Anyway, it's really interesting, full circle, chemical engineering back to working in cannabis, you know, I was able to use my degree and launch into a 10-year corporate career uh, for a German CPG company. And I had a ton of experiences. Talk about the Me Too movement, being the first female engineer in a chemical facility, to getting my my Lean Six Sigma black belt. So um, in, case, Damn, girl. in case anybody doesn't know, that's not karate. That's statistical <laughs> analysis. So I am a super dork. But it gave me a lot of the tools and bandwidth to understand how to be gritty, how to problem solve. And then because like I think any corporate career, it wasn't easy and I realized through this that I loved learning and growing, but then I, I just like you, Carly, reached my point and I, I had to choose. Do I want a family and do I want quality of life or do I want to continue up the ranks of this corporation where I mean nothing to them and, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just a number on the wall. There comes a point where you need to find that balance. Like, is the is the energy and the input that I'm putting into my job every day, am I getting the output that I want? Am I getting the results that I want? Sure, you're getting a paycheck, but at the end of the day, are you happy? Are you being the best wife you can be? Are you being the best friend you can be? Are you being a good family member? And most of all, like, are you internally being good to yourself? And I think that's something that a lot of women miss. As Erin and I have been out and about building this business, we talk to a lot of women because part of our company at Garden Society is to go into women's homes and share with them our journey and share with them, you know, how cannabis can help bring that balance to your life. And we're learning that just like Erin and I trying to find that balance. So are so many other women in this world. So we're really excited to kind of, you know, put that story out there and hope that we can bring, you know, some inspiration to other women. I would love Erin to kind of share 
Um, she has a really interesting journey into cannabis. And I think that like finding that spark, I know we keep saying spark, but that's really, it's all about that moment when you realize, okay, I'm done. I'm done, you know, trying to make this work. I'm going to make a change. Making change is really hard, especially as an adult. And especially for me, someone who like change what? Dig my heels in. (laughs) So Erin, like, I would love for you to share with our listeners, you know, how this all came to be. Yeah. So I was definitely a little bit of a closet pot smoker in college, later in college, since I played basketball early in college. But I never really understood it. I liked it. It was just not that much of my friend group. Fast forward 2012, I am in an aging athlete program at Stanford because now I'm getting old. Because at 35, you're so old. It's so like geriatric. It's like the geriatric <laughs> pregnancies that my friends are having who are over age 35. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I fit that category. And I ended up having to have two reconstructive hip surgeries, my left and my right. And so I really realized I couldn't handle prescription pain medication and I was into alternative medicine. At this time, I was living in California. So I I followed the Northern California way and started exploring what do these other options look like for me for pain management. And I really started to explore cannabis and I started getting it and I saw topicals and edibles and smoking and you know, the chemical engineer side of me really dug into the research. Um, fast forward, when I was in my my career and I was recovered from my hip surgeries, I was traveling all over the world. So I was managing a $100 million business at the end, selling to footwear manufacturing brands and companies. And it required me to go to China, Vietnam, Indonesia, Brazil, Mexico, all over the US. And my husband had a great career. So we're in the wine business up in Sonoma County. And he we launched a wine brand in partnership with Constellation. And I would have to land from China on Friday night and be the wife on the side for his event. And they asked me, oh, it must be so nice to be a you know, doing this or doing that. And nobody really understood what I did and nor did they need to. But within myself, I was just really miserable. And on top of it all, we were trying to start a family and my stress level and travel and difficulties with that um, really drove to a lot of fertility problems. So I found myself in this really unhappy place. I on the surface had it all and didn't understand why I didn't have it all and didn't feel better and didn't have more joy. So I started microdosing with edibles. And what I realized if I was high and I'd go to these wine parties as the wife on the side, I had a really great time. If I was sober, I'd either be really drunk with a bad wine hangover or I wouldn't have fun. So all of a sudden I started consuming cannabis all the time. And what I realized through this journey is there weren't products for women. There was nothing that tasted good, nothing the right dose, nothing that I could be proud of to share. So I started inviting a few friends over and we started high holiday baking parties. So before every she-she weird family event, whether it's in-laws or, and I love my in-laws out there, don't get me wrong because I know you're (laughs) listening, or whether it was, you know, the work events or your husband or your kids. I realized through this process that all women had something that was stressing them out and that they were struggling with. And these high holiday baking parties started with like three of us and then 12 of us. And then at the last one, there was over 40 women that got together. And it turned into this like session. They call it a sesh in our world. But it was really like having fun and like giving ourselves permission to like tinker in the kitchen and make weed caramels or chocolate chip cookies or like whatever. It got really extravagant because some of them were chefs too. And so I'd bring out the stoichiometry to dose it properly and then they'd chef it out. And 
I, I realized this was like an aha moment for me because I'm like, these women are into this. They're into cannabis. They want to learn. There needs to be products for us in the market. We're all struggling with something and it's all the fucking same shit, even though it's maybe a different trigger or this or that. And and that was the precipice of um, that was it. Basically, I I had a big work event that my boss at the time canceled. And I said, and I was going through another miscarriage with my husband in real time. And I said, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I flew to China the next week and I quit. That's so amazing. Bravissima. Isn't it an incredible what a story it is? And, you know, I'm inspired by what can happen when a group of women get together. You saw you kind of had this fortuitous vision of like, okay, this this is a real thing that's happening. All of these women have something in common. And that is we're all trying to live these big fun, wonderful lives, but there's something holding us back and cannabis can kind of help release that trigger. I mean, there's a reason that all of these, um, you know, like psychedelics are being studied and cannabis is being studied because there's really something to that opening of your mind to help you see things that otherwise you might not see. Um, there's um, a telemarketer calling the studio hotline. <laughs> Yes. See, I love that there's this, a landline. <laughs> well, you have to have a call. You know, it's a call-in show. Yes, exactly. We're actually going to have a call-in guest on your next episode, Yes, right? so our next episode, I'm so excited. So when Erin kind of made that, took the plunge, left her corporate career and decided to start a company, her sister-in-law, almost in parallel, was also starting a company. So on the next episode, we're going to have Erin's sister-in-law and her business partner come on and talk to us about their business, Alice. And it's a platform for women to help them start their business, to help them connect with people, to help them get the resources that they need, the funding that they need. And so we're really excited because that's sort of the start of what people need. Like, okay, I have an idea. Now what do I do with it? <laughs> and so Aaron went through their program and kind of this circular summit program. And we went through it and basically took a stab at creating a pitch deck, figuring out what do we need to know for partnerships? How do we actually set up our financials? All the real basics. But it gave me the confidence to be like, oh, Oh, that this this can be done, and here here's kind of the framework for how to do it. Yeah, that's amazing. That'll be a great way to start off your season. Yeah, I'd love Carly to talk about how you and I met and how I was able to coerce you into this business partnership. Ooh, yes. Well, so tell. in the midst of Aaron's story, you heard that her husband has a wine brand, and that is how we met. So I was working for a wine company doing public relations, and as I mentioned earlier, having fun doing so. So we were launching this wine brand with Aaron's husband. We were back in New York, and Aaron and I met at the Nomad Hotel back there, and we had a very fun evening. And she, she, very she, she. And I remember that we did touch on talking about cannabis, and I was like, "Oh, cool! Like another professional working woman um, with similar values who also enjoys cannabis." I was like, "That's pretty cool." I grew up in a household that was very cannabis friendly. I remember finding my dad's marijuana when I was in eighth grade, and I, I brought it to my mom. I said, "Mom, I found something." I said, "I think Dad maybe has some marijuana, or maybe it's pot." 
And she said she had to keep herself from just cracking up because I was so <laughs> terrified. I had just gone through dare and I was like, oh my God, You're my, such par- a prude. my parents do drugs. <laughs> You're such a prude. So anyways, it, it's funny now. I think it would be pretty funny to a lot of people. I was quite a square in high school to find that I now am, you know, a partner in a cannabis business. That you're a That I'm a gondrepreneur. <laughs> So anyways, I digress. Erin and I met um, in New York at one of the launch events for her husband's wine brand. We then uh, traveled to Wisconsin together and launched the brand there in her hometown, which was really fun. I got to meet meet the Johnsons, some of the friendliest people in the world. (laughs) I mean, it's true about Midwesterners. They are so friendly. My my brother-in-law's family's from there too, and there's just nothing like them. Um, We need to make bumper stickers for Christmas. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don't get me started. Oh, yeah. Don't you know. (laughs) Give Aaron a glass of wine and the Wisconsin comes out. (laughs) Um, Not that you've had one today. (laughs) It's all about the cannabis, people. Um, Anyways, Aaron and I really hit it off. I continued my career and in March 2016 um, ended up having my daughter and decided that I wasn't going to go back to to the corporate life. I was going to need to be traveling a lot and that's just not what I needed in the time. So um, I had kind of decided that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. And then September came around and I got a message on Facebook of all places. Who does that, right? <laughs> I do. I mean, I yeah. it's a good way to connect. It is. Yeah, so it I, got, is. I got I didn't a, have her no I didn't have her number. No, no, the corporate cell phone had been turned off. Um, but I got a message from Erin and she said she was starting this business and I was intrigued and I was also quite flattered because I was very impressed by her when I met her. So I was like, wow, this this woman wants to chat with me about starting a business. This sounds really cool. Um, we hit it off. I let her know that I was not going to be working full time right away. And I still was, you know, interested in staying at home with my then six month year old and um, six month year old, six month old. <laughs> and uh I don't know, just one thing led to another and it snowballed into this incredible partnership and career opportunity for both of us. And I'm really excited to be here. I was definitely an accidental entrepreneur. It was not a vision that I had. But in building this with Aaron, I realized that it really is something that I want to do. And it is, you know, while I didn't have the vision before, I sure do now. And I can't imagine doing anything else. And what's been really amazing in in taking this, you know, adventure is I've, I've had over the course of my life, a lot of trouble with like self-confidence and really putting myself out there. I, I was in theater and music and I was able to put myself on the stage in that way. Cause it wasn't being me, it was acting. And now to really put myself out there and find this confidence to be a leader, be a boss, to really take control, um, both, in my professional life and also in my personal life has been really empowering. And so I hope that if even just one more woman out there could, you know, take that as an inspiration to to put themselves out there, take that chance, take that leap, find a partner or find someone who believes in you, find good advisors and, you know, make something happen for yourself. It's it's um, it makes you feel really strong. Oh, Carly, you inspire I me. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. Tear moment. Tear moment. <laughs> I'm like, so proud. Yay. It's, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think you're doing a great job. Thanks. <laughs> and I just love that. I love that you inspire me, even in the hard times. Like, I think that's what you need in a partner is that 
I can call Carly and be like, this is going wrong. And Carly can pick me up or vice versa. I can pick you up and how opposite we are, but how complimentary and how we have the same value set. And and thank you for this journey with me and trusting me. I mean, even starting today, I was in such a funk this morning and just in having this conversation, you know what this signifies to me too, you guys? Talk therapy is really amazing. (laughs) Whether it's with an actual therapist or with your girlfriends, it is... It's incredible. and talk therapy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And a little bit of good cannabis. And a little bit of good cannabis. Yes, yes. I know it's funny. So I was at a a girl's night a few weeks ago, and one of my girlfriends who does not um, enjoy – she doesn't use cannabis, but she does drink alcohol, and we were all drinking and we were using cannabis, some both, some one or the other. And she said – we a few of us were giggling because we'd eaten one of the Garden Society fruit gelés. And she said, what does it feel like to be high? And we all kind of just – the three of us who had enjoyed the fruit gelés looked at each other and we said, it just kind of gets you out of your head. It makes you feel like joyful and fun, but it doesn't make you feel in like it's not intoxicated the way that alcohol makes you feel, if that makes sense. It's just like everything's elevated and more fun and you're not worrying about all the bullshit you have to deal with day to day. You're just in the moment. And if there's nothing else that people are talking about today, it's live in the moment. Be mindful. Well, if you want to do that and you're not practiced at it, use a little cannabis and <laughs> yes. it will get you there. It is a great life hack. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a totally. It's the well, life we hack. talk about that all the time because through Garden Society, we do all these events focused on wellness and the benefits of cannabis and the uses for this and that. And what really Carly and I come back to is let's have joy. Let's be fun. Find happiness. Even if it's for a moment, your life's not going to be perfect. Nobody is. And so using canvas as a tool to relax and be present and just laugh a little and let loose. And it's really fun to be high. And so really like taking that same kind of mantra into the show and into our lives and reminding each other and holding each other accountable. It's good to be high, Carly. Definitely. I know. Definitely. I think that's something that is interesting about Aaron, my and Aaron's partnership. So we have a lot in common in terms of we believe in cannabis, we believe in finding our joy, and we have this like overarching common life mission of just we want to have fun, we want to lead a good life, we want to be fulfilled from a business point of view. Good moms. We want to be good moms. I'm Good moms and good family members, I think, first and foremost, for oh my gosh, foremost and good friends. But there are also a lot of differences between us. And I think that that's something that's really good when starting a business or building a business is find people that complement your deficits. So Erin's really, Erin's an engineer, okay? So she's good at chemistry. She's good at math. She's a critical thinker. I'm more of like the marketing, the public You're a theater relations. major. I was, a, well, I wasn't a theater major, but I did do theater in college. Oh, sorry. She was a tuba major. No, I was a tuba. <laughs> and I played the piccolo. Yes, so I played the euphonium, a large, a small tuba, and Erin played the piccolo. And in yet- In West Texas, it's a baritone. In West Texas, it's a baritone. <laughs> And yet, Aaron is over six feet tall, and I am just under five feet tall. So there's a visual for you, okay? <laughs> what is your nickname? Smalls and Talls? Smalls and Talls. Smalls and Talls. But in, I mean, in addition to that, I think there, Aaron talks about it when she talks about, like, how she chose a partner in this Yeah, realm. I looked at what was I good at and what did I know, and then what was I bad at and had some really self-reflection around, I am terrible at this, and I need somebody who really knows that, and... 
and really kind of was thoughtful around who could this person be and who do I really respect? And, but also who has the same values as me. So we're building towards the same thing. And it was so funny. My husband was like, you know who you need to call? Carly Warner. And we were both obsessed about it. We're like, oh my God, that's it. She's the one. She's the one. That's so awesome. And then that was the precipice of it all. Yeah. And now here we are today. Yay. So on each show, we want to have a moment called our spark of joy and it'll change (laughs) spark of joy Um, but really we want to take a minute and talk about what we're into what's bringing us pleasure what's bringing us joy whether it's product related or experience related or whatever just to remember to give everyone permission including ourselves first and foremost to have a good time and focus on prioritizing that in our lives. I love it. And I think something that we've both been practicing and this is thanks to our fabulous social media guru Betsy. um, She made a post on our Facebook page a while ago about having a slow morning and Aaron and I are both self-admittedly not morning people. And I am an especially, especially a night owl. So I have a hard time in the morning. So what we have both dedicated to doing is having this slow morning. So trying not to have call too many calls before 10 a.m., getting up with our kids, really having a moment with them and not feeling like we're rushed, rush, 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 rush. I know that's not totally realistic for everyone, but if you can even take five minutes to not have that rushing speed of the morning, like, where do I need to be? I need to get to work. I need to pack my kid lunch. Take just like a few minutes and even like this morning I woke up a little extra early just to make sure I had that with my daughter. Um, so I think that's something that that really has sparked joy in me. Oh, my gosh. You're totally – you stole my idea, girl. I know I did. Um, no, but then <laughs> – Pilfered it. <laughs> we – you know, Tommy is 15 months and we found mud puddles the other day. And now every morning he slams on our glass door till we get to go out to the mud puddles. So it's our like morning thing and I love it. It is. It's getting fresh air. It's getting the the wiggles out and just starting your morning off in a way that's less like frantic and frazzled and a little more, okay, this is what's important. It prioritizes your kind of like day in a way where you're like, okay, family first or whatever it is that you need to do in the morning to make the rest of the day more pleasant. And of course, me with no children, I have a slow morning every morning. <coughs> I love that. Jealous. Meditation. My Italian lessons, yoga, and I listen to my NPR. That's so yeah. – and that I love listening to the the talk news in the morning. I mm-hmm. cannot watch the news. Yes. <laughs> there's no walk of shames thrown in ever. <laughs> TMI. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think anybody leaves here feeling ashamed. No. Oh, no. I love there that. There go. That is true. You know what? No shame, ladies. No shame. No shame. That is something that I'm really trying to instill in my daughter is – no, you know, no shame. I have had so much um, with that lack of self-confidence. There's also this feeling of like shame over a lot of things. And the other day I told Cece, I said, <coughs> Cece, you are beautiful. And she goes, mommy, I'm beautiful. And I was like, I hope that never changes. And there are other times where I've said like, Cece, you're really smart. And she just goes, yep. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. You need to have that instead of this like apology. Oh, no, I'm not. Or, oh, you know, well, oh, thanks, that thanks, That modeling thanks. thing is really real. Yeah. And so it's forced me to have that different attitude about, you know, if someone gives me a compliment, say, oh, thank you, instead of, oh, no, not me. (laughs) So, okay, we rebrand it. Walk of joy. Yeah, the walk of joy. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Have that walk of joy. I love it. (laughs) Let's have our spark of joy right now and light this joint. 
I could use a little relaxation after that hard work we had there recording, talking about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about me. Let's talk Enough about, about that me. book I'm writing. Yeah. <laughs> any excuse, any excuse, as someone would say. This is an exactly perfect example of how cannabis can help you relax and get out of your own head. <laughs> Speaking from experience. <laughs> totally. What are we smoking here, Carly? We're smoking the Garden Society headband. Ooh, so my that's a nice sativa. Going to lift us up. We've decided yeah, also. I feel like, yeah. Where we that is exactly what was in my head. <laughs> where the eagles fly. Come on, guys. On a mountain high. Yes. Did I ever tell you I got kicked out of choir? <laughs> they told me to play the piccolo. Who, did you get this? Keep singing, girl. Keep singing. She did. I sang. I sang all the you singing. Did. We've also decided Carly can only do podcasts high now. Well, I just was grumpy. Here, bets. I'll not be a grumpy pants. This was so much fun. I cannot believe we finished our first podcast, Erin. I know. We've talked about this for so long. And thanks to Joe, our producer, for all of her coaching and takes and retakes and retakes <laughs> and retakes. What are you talking about? This is totally one take. <laughs> just like this is totally our first joint. <laughs> Well, I'm really excited to see what we have coming up on the next episodes and to hear from all these great people to help give us advice for what we're dealing with and talk about momhood and entrepreneurism and raising money, being a friend and wife, how to keep balance, balance, most importantly, how to have fun. Home saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. We love all you guys. Be sure to check the podcast show notes at thegardensociety.com for a deeper dive into each episode. Engage with Carly and Aaron via social at GRDN Society. If you like what you hear, help spread the joy. Subscribe, rate, and review Garden Society, the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Garden Society, the podcast, is produced by Joanna Newding and recorded in the Casually Baked Studio in downtown Oakland, California. Sound engineering is performed by Arnav Gupta. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Tune into a major journey podcast today, where guests take listeners on journeys and immerse themselves in the roller coaster ride both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons that they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth both in their personal and professional lives. Check out a major journey today on all major podcast platforms.